right, what is up, our people? And welcome back to another episode of the Fang Podcast. That is First American Nigerian Generation. I am your co-host, Rebecca, the favorite. I know, I know. Favorite? <laughs> Who liked her? Bitch. Ooh, language. <laughs> if you are watching us, you can see to my left, we have a very special guest with us. Can you Justin, please go ahead? Um, All right, introduce yeah. yourself. My name is Justin Williams. Um... Nigerian background, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And yeah. That's my friend, y'all. <laughs> it's been like years. Over a decade. Man. I think we've been friends for longer than Long that. Long enough. Yeah. Longer than that. Don't play me. <laughs> okay. And I'm McCree, the one and only. You already know. Any Every other is a counterfeit, so check your pockets. Okay. And today we're going to start with Wasorok Baluwa. And you know Nigerians, they know how to insult somebody. Mm. But their favorite one is you've gone mad, <laughs> right? So I know I use it a lot too. Like I said it to someone in Yoruba and they're like, oh my gosh, that is so rude. Don't ever say that again. Right. right. I'm like, well, it's not, it's not that bad. But, you know, they take it really far but i don't want to pronounce it in yoruba because i be trying to like my yoruba english i don't need people to come exactly. for me exactly it's yoruba english so they can't come for you no 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 we're gonna let justin say it since he's the guest all right so i believe it goes like Oti there you go you know like when you land in nigeria like and you're like you're in like go stop traffic yeah and then Ooh. that's like the only like insult you hear like from each from the left from the right that was actually like the first hobbies. abusive nigerian right. thing i learned um <laughs> <laughs> that is the first thing you learn yeah. well after i show i think after I show. what's this what's the other word um oh that uh, one yeah. ah, i love that sure. one the way it slides off the tongue <laughs> <laughs> and the sweet language it's so <laughs> sweet but it's so insulting at the same yeah, time and yeah. that's the beauty of it yeah oh my country because it's so boring trying to insult someone in english like it is it if just i be know like, the Yoruba, i'm going to say whether you know it or not because <laughs> that's what you are mm. well now we're putting them onto the secrets they now they're gonna know. know when they're being insulted they need yeah. to know that way they can go ahead and do the insulting themselves Oh well. As you can see, I bought you guys some flowers. Um, oh my God! Yes. Before yes. we start off, I just wanted to say the reason for these flowers is um because you know like in life like, yo, it's like an honor to be right here in this in this section right now with you two queens right now, like cause like I've known Mukri for a long time, and I've, in my like the way I think about life is like everything happens for a reason. Mm. You know what I mean? So like the fact that we're right here right now is kind of like it means something. It's a you know, for somebody moment. for that long than like meeting in a situation mm -hmm. like this. Like when I I found about this podcast online. About and I seen Mukri's on it. I was like, oh my gosh! Like I'm super happy for her. Like it just made my heart my heart very warm. I like to see people winning, especially queens. You know, in this generation right now, people do, you could be doing something crazy, selling crack. Mm -hmm. like, that's no, true. That's you got true. Your we could have gone in different paths, but right. this is the path we're on. And and you, we I might think it's something small. Yeah, I might think it's something small, but it's actually something big. What you guys are saying right now, this foundation is very solid. And I'm proud of you guys. That's why I bought you guys your flowers. Oh, thank you so much. That's so yeah. Professor Claude, the tears are coming. <laughs> and it's so nice that you said that. Um, like, mm -hmm. you know, even with us trying to do the things that we want to do in, in life, paths, they always cross. And we over, when we start new things and stuff like right. that, when we start doing new things, have you ever felt as though you had your moments where you felt like, oh, I wasn't good enough or I'm not going to get to where I want to get to even though I'm putting in the work, I'm doing I'm doing everything by the book, oh, apparently. Definitely, but definitely. 
you're not reaching where you want to get at. Definitely. I feel like that sometimes, like, even now, like, you know, sometimes I like, I just feel like I'm a failure. But then I look at the things that I've done in my life, because I'm 29 right now. So I look at my 29 years in life, what have I done? Like, things that, even though they're small, they mean something in the eyes of somebody else. Like, you tell somebody I've done that before, they're like, what, really? Damn, that's always been my dream. Like, a couple of months ago, Mukri knows about it, I was um, told to be on cast for an HBO series. Ooh. Yes, a never, shout out to the actor. <laughs> like, never in my life have I thought I'd be on TV. But this whole summer that just passed, I'd just be at the park working out, working out. And all of it. Like, there was just a couple that used to always come to the park. Mm-hmm. And they'll be looking at me, you know. It happened a couple of times. And then one day, they just came up to me and said, hey, would you like to cast in this TV series? I just looked up to this guy. I'm like, yo, God, is this real right now? God is watching. So He's just, always like, watching. You never know who's watching you. You just always mm-hmm. got to be thankful and just be yourself, be humble, and just go about the way, go about your way in life and just don't do too much, you know. And that's just you how. Know, when you made that point of saying how you felt like a failure, I mm. felt that. I really felt that because I've had my moments where it's like you've had your life planned out for you. Or at right. least for me, it's been go to college, get the degree, do nursing, do this, do that. <clears throat> and that was the plan for so long, right. but that's just not what happened. It's crazy it's like, how you mentioned that because um, I think that's just how society institutionalized our brains coming from birth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you come out your mom's vagina, like. Mm. No, seriously, like mm. no, like no, at like that I'm point, <laughs> agreeing. Yeah, institutionalized to go about everything you're being taught. So, like you said, going to college, mm-hmm. going to uh, school, you know, all that stuff. Like it's like, where's our own time to do what we have to do for ourselves, for our lives? That like, there's part. two, there's two jobs in this life, actually three. No, I'll say two. The job that you actually do to get your funds and you know your allowance to put bread on your t- on your table, mm-hmm. and then two, your job working on yourself. You know mm. what I mean? And I feel like being job. born in a uh, um, Nigerian household, it's hard to balance those two out. Extremely. Like you only get one higher than the other because you know you come from. Oh, go to school. Ah, you done your um, what you call it? Your undergrad. Oh yeah, go and do your masters after two months. Like that's you after don't understand. Like, go to your PhD. Break, you like, break, damn. <laughs> you have to let your brain breathe sometimes right. and like you know do something that makes you happy because one likes to live. You know what I mean? Yolo. Yeah, I want to regret live. it after you do get your job because some people they think that oh you know I finally got what I want. But there's a saying that goes, you never know true, you never know a lot of money until you had true happiness. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, listen, it's not even all about that. At the end of the day, it's about your happiness. You got the best job in the world, the best family, but then you got to sit yourself down and be like, hey, am I happy myself, even though I got it all? Mm-hmm. Even know? like when some people say, oh, if you're working a nine to five, are you really happy? Like yeah. you're working for someone else, you're not making your own empire. But some people don't want that. Some, some people are fine working a nine to five, knowing that they have a steady income, they could come home and do whatever they have to do. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to start a business or be the next mogul for music, Everybody for art, for food, for everything. Yeah. Exactly. Because we need janitors. We need fast food employees. We need the cashiers. Everybody's part matters. Like in theater, they always say there's no such thing as a small part. Right. And there isn't because without you, we cannot function. Right. And <laughs> But there was something that Justin said. It made me want to ask, can you recall when you discovered you had to start doing the second job, which is working on yourself? And like living your life. When did you discover it? Because I know I was like thinking. I'm like, mm, damn, mine was. I think mine was kind of early. Mine was pretty late. I feel like, but well, like well, mine it started in. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. After the pandemic or during the pandemic. Oh, so recently. And it's crazy because it happened okay. on my birthday. Like when they, it was on the news that hey, no more clubbing, bars are shut down. Because that day I was like, oh, it's my birthday. It's a Friday. 
And I was like, yo, I'm going to go to the club after this. I'm going to go to the bar. And then everything was just shut down. So I couldn't even do anything on my birthday. Damn. But during that whole pandemic, <clears throat> man, I discovered myself a lot in so many ways. Like, it's it's, it's a beautiful process. Like It was. It was yeah. kind of like a blessing in yeah. disguise. It really was. I'm talking about the process of, like, learning to know yourself. Yeah, but during the pandemic? Yeah. Definitely. At least you going through that process mm-hmm. and being on the other side of it, knowing, right. okay, this is what I want, this is what makes me happy, and this is how I'm going to move forward. Right. Even though that happened during the pandemic when, you know, it was so sad and, like, bad for everyone, right. it was a blessing in disguise. Right. Like, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just something good for me. I felt like it was good for the whole generation, like, for yeah. everybody. And if you didn't use it right, then that's on you because, you know, it harmed a lot of people. True. I think everybody gained a new skill. But, Dami, I do want to hear when did you discover yours because you said it was late. Yeah, like during the pandemic. Yeah. Yours too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. I, I swear I was like a robot before the pandemic happened. Because like I said. Oof, that's deep. You know, life has always been about school. Going to school, making sure you graduate, and then you could think about what's next. Right. So the goal, or at least my mindset was, all right, we're going to school, that's it. My last moments of school when I was supposed to experience the real ending, the graduation ceremony, all of that stuff, pandemic happened. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't get to have that final send-off and then oh, get put into real life. So it was like, I'm in real life, but I technically didn't finish my college life. So, like, what's going on? It, it was weird, but I don't know. It did help me get time to, like, see, okay, what do I want to do? Mm. What do I feel like makes me happy? Do I really want to work all the time? Do I want to do stuff on my own? Am I okay with having to live below my expenses to right. get to where I want to get to? And it's like, yeah, I mean... It was bad, but it was good. Blessing in disguise. Yeah. Blessing in disguise. Even though it happened so late, I felt as though it didn't happen while I was like growing, like puberty in high school and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the influences that I probably would have had would have been terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> but now, I don't know. <laughs> you done made some badass choices. Some badass choices. I've already seen the bad choices made already. So now that I see what happened after you do something like that or you go to something like that, it's like i just be smooth sailing now. It's interesting you mentioned that. That's the way I go about things now, too. Like, one thing I learned about myself is, like, just to have that ground discipline. Like, what you mentioned is basically having discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, the mistake you made, are you going to repeat that mistake again? Because if you did, that means you just don't love yourself. That's why I said it goes back to loving yourself. Because it's like... You know I mean? <laughs> 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 like, we both bought that one. Yeah. <laughs> again, it's, it's about loving yourself. And if you're going to keep making that mistake, you're just hurting yourself, nobody mm-hmm. else. You know what I mean? Life At the end of the day, go. you only have you, so why yeah, you don't you yourself? You only have one body. Oh, wow. So, for today's episode, we were going to touch a little bit on imposter syndrome. Now, just from hearing that off the bat, mm-hmm. do you know what imposter syndrome is? It's like, uh, um, I googled it up. It's basically like um, when you've had it all, you've done it all, you have accomplishments under your belt, but yet you still feel like a failure. True. Mukri, you have any thoughts on imposter syndrome? Like, if I have my own definition for it? Yeah, like, when you I, hear syndrome, what do you think, like, what comes to mind? Or if you already know, what do you I'll know? Basically, um, I'll have to agree with Justin. It's just, like, you've, you've succeeded, but in your, in your head mentally, you keep telling yourself you failed. And honestly, I don't think I really went through a lot of that either. I've been really... I think because, like, I'm so high-spirited and big energy, and... I I needed confidence to really get through life. I can't think like that because if I was to think like that, I would have like 
I feel like I would have anxiety. Mm. And I feel like and then you see that a lot in people our age. Right. So I try really hard not to go down that route. Mm -hmm. I'm more of the like, um, so for instance, you know, I just got my nail tech license, right? Mm -hmm. And I had confidence that everybody in my class was gonna pass. Right. right? And in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm chilling. I'm like, given I I'm trusting God. I'm like, I'm asking my friends, give me some study tips. But every time I went to class, a lot of them would say stuff like, oh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. Oh, I'm, it's, it's going to be so bad. I'm going to have to take this test like three times. And I could never join in on that conversation because that thought, it's very, yeah, very damaging. Very damaging. And I can't allow that to mess with my character because I know if I start to think like that, it's not only going to mess me up mentally, but I know I'm going to show it physically. And if I feel like when you look good, you feel good. Mm -hmm. And so if you think good thoughts, you're going to give out good energy. Can but, I butt in to that? Yeah. I liked how you started it off. You was like, I'm somebody that's very high spirited and all that. Like you have to be like that to go through certain hardships in life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And like you said, you didn't go into that group where they were saying all those words because one thing people don't understand is like, the tongue is very powerful. And things we say every day into our lives are just like how we're sitting right now and talking. Like it's manifestation as we're talking. Right. Like language is very deep. You gotta understand that. Like it is. Saying things, we're incarcerated, like, like we're chanting it. And it's sort of when a girl's like, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail. Oh my God, it's gonna be, you know, if you it's keep gonna happen. It, it's gonna happen. You know happen. what I mean? So, right. And you said, I didn't, I didn't, I made sure I didn't go in that space right there. Because yeah, it would affect me that. mentally. And which does happen. You know what I mean? Because that, like I said, language is, a, is, is, is deep. It's like a, it's a yeah. lot of self-doubt, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. But shout out to them, because everybody passed. So <laughs> a bunch of licensed texts out here. But still, like, be mindful of your words. Yeah. There's no reason to put that energy out there. It's not what you really want. But I also think people go into that whole, um, what is this thing called? Like, when they psych themselves. I don't know. It's like you'll say something, but you know you're going to get the exact opposite. I don't remember the term. Shit, this is this what I meant by my mind is not here. It's a term that you use when you're like, oh shit. <laughs> this always fucking happens. Like, not psyching yourself. What is it? Oh shit. I can't think of it. Like doubting. I know you said self-doubt. Like what is when someone says something, oh fuck, reverse I can't psychology. even explain it. Reverse huh? psychology? Yes, reverse psychology. Shit. Damn, I'm, I mean it. My mind was not here, and I tried really hard to be here. Reverse psychology is a real thing. Yes, and I think when people do imposter syndrome, I think for some people, it is them just trying to do reverse psychology. Okay. Yeah, I'm still not with the shits, but hey. Because I do that a lot. I be trying to psych my... You know, like that story I told you at the pool where I would tell myself, I'm, it's not that important. Why am I so scared to try something new right. or something? You're not that like, important. It's not that important. So why you, why you scared? Everyone does it all the time. Yeah. But no, definitely with psyching myself out, the whole reverse psychology, I feel like with imposter syndrome, it's just... At one point in our lives, we all kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. You know, doubting yourself, not knowing if you were good enough, not knowing if what... Now that you have that opportunity to go out and do what it is that you want to do, are people really going to see me for this? Like, am I really that good? Are people going to like what I do or anything like that? Um, I do believe I've suffered imposter syndrome. Um, 
And I was thinking about it, like, how does it affect me or why do I think like that? And previously you made a comment on how I'm kind of like a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So I said it. With thinking about that, I was like, okay, if I am a perfectionist, I see things, I want things to go a specific way. Mm. Or for some reason, I've calculated like a pros and cons list, because I do it all the time too. A pros and cons list on why certain shit should go a certain way. And if it deviates from that, it's like, no, it's not right. Like, what am I going to do? But just learning that mistakes are going to happen. Everything is not going to go the way you want it to go. And it's okay. You can still come out on the end Mm -hmm. and be perfect or be as good as you wanted it to be like it's really not that deep my catchphrase is not that deep it's not that really not that deep when i talk to myself and i have to call myself rebecca like use my full first name it's not that deep rebecca like you're doing the most it's not that deep <laughs> and what do you what do you think that conscious like what do you think it is that's talking to you think is your ego mm. Maybe. I feel like it might just be the part of me that I feel as though I've kept hidden from people for Mm. so long and she wants to come out now. Like I'm in a point in my life where I'm just tired of not faking it because I don't feel like I've ever been fake, but keeping up a facade so people don't see the real me and judge me because of that. Mm. But it's like it's nothing to judge. It's me like I I can't change. Sorry, I can't change anything about myself. The way I've, I come up today is how I'm coming today. Like, it is what it is. It's me. I can't change it in the matter of 10 seconds. So, just got to live in the moment. So, I want to make a comment on that because you said you, it was like you were hiding yourself. And I think for a lot of us, especially us being Nigerian Americans, that it wasn't us hiding ourselves. I think we were just wasn't allowed to be that part of ourselves because... Our parents have also, or even the community self, have also put this um, high standards of how we must behave yeah. in public, like even how we must carry ourselves, depending on your body shape, how men, how men should carry their hair. Even And that's even like in the African-American culture too. So I don't think you were ever hiding yourself. I think you you finally started to realize your mom doesn't or your parents or the community doesn't have that sh- leash on you the way you thought they did mm-hmm. and i discovered that in high school that's why i'm like this now <laughs> like i'm like i'm like you guys discovered it in the pandemic i'm over here like i did this shit in high school i thought i was gonna die and i was like there's no way i have to live my life and that's when the rebellion begins. No, for real. Not when you say this, like, yes, see, this bitch really did rebel. Like, she was like, fuck this shit. I'm doing me. Oh. <laughs> you said it. I have to live my life. Like, Literally. My life. Exactly. My, my life. life. I got to live it. And that, you remember when I was telling this story about the Pearsons? I was, telling, I was like, it's my life. It's my body. Okay? <laughs> There's nothing you could tell me about getting these Pearsons. I already did it. That's what I'm, I'm, and that's why I'm like, I realized this so early. But then again, I also went through a lot of trauma being young, which I think is the reason I discovered it so early. So depending on what's gone through your life, you may have discovered it during the pandemic or you discovered it years ago and you're still not learning how to channel it. Mm -hmm. So you guys are like working on yourselves. I feel like now I'm learning how to work with other people (laughs) Uh, because I've done myself I done me mm-hmm. all college. Trying to get everyone to accept me and like this is this is Mukri, so what's up? Exactly. Now Mukri here and Mukri like, damn, I I've learned in life. Now you need partners. And that's why I couldn't do this podcast by myself. You said you learn how to learn people? 
Yeah. That's Learn how to be I've with people and learn that. people. I'm trying to like now do what, the opposite of what you got held down already. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> people are hard. People are complicated. <laughs> but I like it. They're interesting. Yeah, people are interesting. I, I, that's the word. I wouldn't say complicated. I'll say interesting. Girl, they're complicated. They're complicated because it's not used to me. I'm not used to it. That's true. Because everything that's interesting, it ain't always good. Mm. It could be bad too. It's just yeah. interesting. It's new. It's different. Yeah. If it's not people are me, interesting. It's interesting. Nah, I love you just wake up sometimes. <laughs> like, you, you ever just, like, in the process of, like, just sitting down and thinking about how your day went? Basically, like, meditation. Yeah. And you just think about all the, like, dumb stuff you think about, you know, like, you saw while going out in public. Like, yo, I saw that person doing that. I saw that person doing this. Like, you really do say to yourself that, wow, human beings are very interesting species. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I'm stressed on when people do dumb stuff. You know what I mean? My favorite word to say when people are talking to me is, ooh, interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I literally say interesting all the time. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, there's actually a book I have, like um, a small little notebook, almost like a journal. And literally on top of it, on the front cover is literally plan and reflect. Mm. So it's like, oh, so you know, how did you feel today? Uh. Right? And then I'll ask you, okay, um, what did you what did you enjoy about today? What what was something you did for somebody else today? Mm. What made you happy? What can you do better? Right. So and I be so I be trying to write in that book. Yeah, in the process of meditation, all those things go through my head, and I just like breathe in and breathe out while I think of those things, and it helps a lot. Maybe you guys should try it. I like you know, it. Yeah. I'm down to try it. I mean, normally throughout the day, when I have all my thoughts, I just open my notes app and I. That's a good way to write down. Yeah. Just real quick, I'm gonna forget it later. Let me just write it down. It takes three seconds. Writing down your thoughts is a beautiful process. Mm -hmm. yeah. My notes app, my reminders app, and my clock app. Those are my favorite apps on my phone. My favorite app. My apps that I be checking on my phone be my job. <laughs> 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 like, what clients do I have today? I need to be prepared. <laughs> Let the people know, how has nail tech life been for you? You know, sis is certified now. Don't pay me. <laughs> licensed. Sorry, licensed. 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 Okay. The licensed life has been so far so good. I work in a very affluential neighborhood. So I don't work. I work. I feel like I work with the tax bracket I want to work with. You know what I mean? I've never been the type of I want to do cheap sets. No, I really, I think I'm of this standard and I only want to work for that standard. And that's how I feel when I go into my job. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just been enjoying it. I feel like I'm meeting new people, but then I also feel very active. That's and cool. the day goes by. That's one thing I enjoy. The day goes by. I don't feel like I'm working. It's nothing like being at work and you look at the clock. And it don't move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is horrible. Working at the bank used to do that. I used to be so Here's miserable. Tom, going. Tom needs to. Yo, lunch never used to come. <laughs> I'm happy you're enjoying it. That's I'm enjoying it so much. Like, I don't, I really don't feel like I'm working. I'm doing what I enjoy doing, which is honestly beautifying people. To not work. Right. It's not. not work. You know what's funny? After one of these days, after like working at the salon, and then going home, I did my mom's makeup. And that to me was like, okay, this is my life. Nails and makeup. <laughs> Just beautifying people. But mm -hmm. I don't only use it. It's not only through the service. I like to do a lot of it with my words. So when I talk to my clients, it's always something positive, motivating, funny. Mm -hmm. Or like we even, um, Maya Angelou said it, right? We're more alike than we're unalike. So when I talk to them, it's very, we get to learn a little bit more about each other. And one thing I've learned, that whole um, code switching thing, I don't do that at work. I talk how I talk. 
I just don't use profanity. But I'd be like, I would say black. I'd be like, yeah, my the community. I like rap. I like hip hop. I'd be like, shits. I'm keeping my vocabulary the same. I just like, you know, not too extreme with the cursing, mm-hmm. but I've I'm at the point where I'm not co-switching for nobody. Uh-huh. I think I'm already highly educated. I stutter too. I also speak slang. And y'all just gonna get all of it. I'm not changing it for nobody. That's just how it is. I'm an Aries. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm an Aries. <laughs> I'm an Aries too. That's the crazy thing. Oh, well, that's why. But like, <laughs> you carry yourself like you're like a Gemini or a horoscope, uh, like a Gemini really? or Scorpio. Cause I like Geminis. I don't know, but you seem like a loud type of Aries. I never met one before because I'm like she very loud. reserved and quiet. She like, <laughs> she a rocker. She ready yeah. to rumble all the time. <laughs> For real. But the funny thing is, I am also very quiet. I don't see that at all. What? I am. <laughs> I am. I have literally. I need my quiet. I need my peace and my quiet, especially in okay, the morning. Needing peace and quiet and being quiet is two different. No, things. I know how to be quiet. I know how to be You're quiet. Not quiet. Yes, I am. I would not describe. <laughs> I, that is not the word in the vocabulary I would use to describe you. Quiet is not the word. You can like quiet, like silence. No, That's not quiet. the same thing as being quiet. Right, right, right. No, no, I am quiet. It depends. Some you have to just know when to be a listener, right? When you guys were talking in the beginning of the show, I didn't really say anything. Oh, that don't make you quiet. Yes, it does. It was just no, silent. I am quiet. I am oh. quiet. Because if I wanted to talk, I could have said something. But that's I want to be respectful. No. No. Well, you're no. Not, you're not, you're not getting it. No, I'm not getting it because I'm not agreeing. I am quiet. <laughs> I am quiet. I really am. I, re- I do have. Okay, maybe not. Okay, I wouldn't I just like have my quiet, quiet moments. I just have like a very like. Jolly spirit, I like you know, like yeah. I'm like, in the press. I'm here, like, okay. You know, like, you're not that reserved. Way. Better turn. You're not, you're not a reserved turn. person. I am not. Yeah. What am I reserved for? <laughs> who's wait, who's coming here? You are open, flamboyant, yeah. Sunshine energy, all of that. Everybody's welcome at my table, okay? <laughs> but quiet, everybody, I not describe you, no. Okay, I I, have, I like my quiet moments though. I'll let you have that. Yes, I do like my quiet moments. Because if I'm having a quiet moment, do not speak. You will piss me off. <laughs> you will piss me off. And you don't want to make me mad while I'm enjoying my quiet. Yeah, we don't like this angry firecracker. No, no. I try not to be angry. Angry is not does not produce the righteousness of God, okay? God said be slow to anger and quick to listen and slow to speak. So I'll be trying. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite verse. That changed my life. Hey, that changed my life. Y'all don't understand that. That... That verse changed my life. I mean, yeah, because, you know, Justin, you know, I used to fight people all the time. (laughs) And then it just took one day for me to really put, like, somebody in the hospital. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this It's not the type of life I want to live. It's not because it's like, it's not like I hurt someone I didn't like. I hurt someone I love. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I need to calm down. That's the thing with Aries, though, as reserved as we are, (laughs) stepping on our toes, we go crazy, like. Yeah. Yeah. Step on them toes. Yeah, bro. I remember, and I remember that day very, very <laughs> well. They're like, Mukri, what happened? Did you hit away your phone? I'm like, no. Did you hit? Did you scratch her? No. They're like, she's bleeding on her temple. Um, I just punched her like really hard, <laughs> really and I, hard, really hard. <laughs> and she was in a headlock, bro. I took oh, the gosh. wig off and I said, boop, man. I, that day really scared me. And it was in church. That's where I really learned to have Nah, she'd be fine. I don't know how you'd be doing that, girl. You didn't fought in church about a couple times. Really? <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. You know, I, I was like, I was one of those people. Well, I was that person. I used to say that, you know, how God would speak to you through other people. Mm-hmm. 
I'd be like, God sent me to teach you that lesson. <laughs> I am her. <laughs> I am God. God is me, okay? I'm speaking to you. That's how I used to justify it, so I never felt bad. And at least it was never during the service. It was always before or after. Oh, yeah. Crazy, imagine. Before or after. Before yeah, I respect after. the service, respect the Lord, handle business before or after. Yeah, literally, right after prayer. I'm telling you, God spoke to me. I'm telling you. But I try not to think like that no more. I don't think God wants me to, to use me that way anymore. <laughs> no, that's not the way to be used. But like, on to the next, on to the next. Where we at, bro? Uh, let's do a, let's do like a little, <clears throat> a mental health check. Ooh. So, I know earlier before we started, you were saying like, you're here, but you're not here, but you are here, but like... So, as of right now, how are you feeling mentally, like? Mentally, a lot of... Honestly, when you guys see me in, like, this jolly spirit, it's because a lot of things are not going on in my head. Mm. My head is... I have a clear mind. Literally a clear mind. That's why I'm not here. But I'm here because I'm still aware. Mm -hmm. But it's so clear that I'm just allowing myself to be happy. Like, I'm not... nothing. I'm not thinking about things that are complicating me. I'm not thinking about the stuff that's been pissing me off. I'm not thinking about what's been making me angry. None of that. I'm literally just clear mind, clear mind, clear heart. So, like, right now, like, this whole week, I, you know, my car messed up. I don't got a car. I was just laughing. I was just laughing. The, and mind you, the wheel fell off the car. I literally rolled the car till the, the wheel, wheel fell off. off. Literally. <laughs> and it happened as I was parking. Anybody on a regular day would have been pissed off. Right. I'm just laughing. I'm like, you know what? At least this wasn't on the highway. Right. At least I'm not dead. Right. I don't want to die in a car. Mm -hmm. And I'm just laughing the entire way. I don't have a car. But I'm not mad. I'm because I'm, I'm still here. Exactly. So clear mind. I'm not here, but I'm here. Because I'm not letting anything bad get to me. Even though I was late. That's I was beautiful. That's good. Not mad. Just clear mind, clear heart. So when that happens, I'm just like this. Because why not? For the world. <laughs> I'm just happy. <laughs> like, because there's no reason to be mad. I went, like, I've had an experience where I thought I was going to die at one point, which is when I started my rebellion. And it was just like, since then, it there's no point in being mad. And I, because I honestly, I think, especially with Nigerians, anger will kill us, mm. anger and secrets. Mm. So I try not to have those. That's why I'm smiling. Yeah, so mentally, I'm good. That's good. Mentally, I'm good. You know I'm always good. How are you, Justin? Where you at mentally? Um, Mentally, I'm I'm pretty good, too, as well. I mean, I'm still learning every day, but mentally, I'm there. Um, I look at life like being like a, like a, a flower growing from the concrete floor. Ooh. And that concrete is there, and you're like, wait, will I ever pass that concrete to break through to see what's going on out there? That's how it is being a human being, too, like growing mm -hmm. from a little child, going through a teenager, and that's when anything, everything even hits. Like apples are just being thrown at you mm. from relationships. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Being at home. Oh, mom, tomatoes. can I go out? No, you must, as, after you must stay no, you must stay. You can't go out with your friends. In the house <laughs> you know where I, mean? I can't see you. That, um, not getting the girl that you really want to be with, friends looking at you like you're like a lame. Oh. Just getting all that stuff thrown at you, you know what I mean? And then like you get to a point where you just... Believe in yourself, you love yourself, trust mm -hmm. yourself, and then you just flourish. You know what I mean? As it should be. We all learn. Mm -hmm. We all learn. Because exactly. what's really amazing is that flowers will still bloom through concrete. Right. Right. <laughs> Them shits is annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break through. I'm going to push gonna through. through. Exactly. And I'm going to grow. 
What about you, cuz? Where you at mentally? Um, I feel like I'm on the cusp of seasonal depression. Uh, God forbid it won't be God forbid. Because I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to keep myself aware and in the in the moment and not let that shit get over me. Cause like for the past couple of days, I've been waking up late. Mm. Like I'll probably wake up at eight o'clock. I'll just lay in bed for an hour, probably doze off. Won't wake back up until 12, 1 o'clock. Excuse me? I thought I left that shit behind. Who wakes up at 12, 1 o'clock anymore? I'm, yeah, I don't like I don't that shit. That. I don't like it either. So, you know, just got to let, I got to stop doing that. I got to try going to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. Or even if I do go to bed late, I will try and force myself to wake up early. And just, at least I'm up, I'm awake, I'm home all day anyway. So even if I decide to take a nap at 12, 1, 2 o'clock, who the fuck cares? I woke up at 6 o'clock and I got some shit done in the morning. Right. Can I So ask? that's, yes. No, go ahead. Are you still, are you still going? No? Yes? No, you can go. Either way, I want to ask, what are you eating? Not good food. Hmm. That's why. Not good food. Well, let me tell you, Wolf, you have a good influence in my life. Yes, because I watched this story one day, and Wolf was like, yo, if you're having a bad morning, just eat an orange. Eat a tangerine. Eat some citrus. And I've been doing that. You need some citrus in your life. That's why I mean you have a good influence. Yes, I really yes. have not been like eating all those, well. All those things you were saying, I was literally gonna. I want. You, I wanted you to finish. I was gonna say, what has your habits been like lately? How have you been eating? The not things good. you've been doing, like any sort of like exercise, stretches before you sleep. I be stretching though. That's probably the one thing I do. But yeah. besides that, you need some citrus in your life. Yeah. You need some orange. So can I'm we get into this get thing with the foods? But no, I would definitely. Any advice y'all could yeah. give me to like help me get myself out of falling in this funk? Right. I would appreciate it. So. You said what? Eating oranges and tangerines, some citruses. Yeah, in the morning, in the morning. Even when you like, you can't, you don't have the energy to really do it. Go do it. I'm yeah, well, that I've this. been doing that. Grab me some couple oranges. I still be in my bonnet. I probably haven't even brushed my teeth, <laughs> but I'ma grab me some oranges. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna let myself fall in this funk this year. Cause last year, it was bad. Yeah. You need a, You want me to hold you accountable to that? Um, yes, actually. Because if you said no, you was the accountability partner. That's what I want, an accountability partner. Help a sister out. I got you. I wake up at 5. Okay, don't wake me up at 5. Wake me up (laughs) (laughs) 6.45. 6.45, by 7.30, I'm not up. Like, do something. Start a riot. Do something. Okay. Your phone has to be on, not be on do not disturb. My phone isn't on do not disturb, but just be on silent all the time. That So you probably want to stop that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You was about to give us some advice. Yeah, so I was saying like, yeah, um, with the whole food thing, I was actually <laughs> going to bring that up because food plays a large part in our lives. Like, we look at food as food, but food is also information. Mm-hmm. Like, it does, thing, does things in our body. Like you said, eat the tangerine in the morning. Like, it'll make you happy. It'll make you, give you a boost in your system, make you move around and stuff. Like, do you eat like red meat a lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try, to cut, try to cut that out a little bit. You see, I was trying to do like a red meat no and mm. white meat. I'll eat anything that's like white meat, right. but I fucked up. I had like oxtail. <laughs> <laughs> I had some oxtail, some beef stalls. Like, yeah. So, um, and me and Mokri were talking a couple weeks ago on the phone. Um, what was the topic we spoke about that led us to the food situation we're talking about? I think it was pasca. We were talking about like vegan and pescatarian <clears throat> and all that stuff. Yeah, but like, um, what led us to that though? We were talking about something else, and we were like, maybe because the food that they're eating is making them mad. Because of the food that we eat in Nigeria, yeah. the food that we like, red meat is probably one of the most consumed mm-hmm. in the Nigerian community, and then we wonder why we have hypertension. Yo, my diet is strictly Nigerian food. That's all I eat: rice, eba, stew. A lot of stuff. Everything. The rest of the world, you gotta cut some of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, bro. You got to customize that shit out. I know. You know, one easy way for me when I, to start eating more was just buying like the pre-made salads from Trader Joe's because I didn't have to worry too much about making it. Plus, I don't know how to make a fucking salad for shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you could start off with those. Those are like I've $5. Dollars. To Trader Joe's. Girl, Trader Joe's is life. Trader Joe's is lit. Cheap, but a cheap too. What yeah, cheap? inexpensive. We're not cheap people. Inexpensive. Not cheap in We know. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, you could try those. But you're definitely right about the food because I, I think I've been. I feel like I've been extremely bubbly than usual, mm-hmm. and I haven't been eating any red meat. Yeah, when you stop eating red meat, anything it's red meat. Like you're feeling, you feel more alive. Because if you think about it, you're eating something that's dead. Ooh. You know what I mean, and like you gotta understand at that point, you seen a, like a goat get like killed in Nigeria. Like I have, goat. I have, yeah. Like, you I see posted the trauma that picture. It goes through at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at it like a kid, and I know it's like anytime that happened, my sister, my, my brother would be crying like, ah, "Why do you kill it?" I'd be like, "Why wow. are you crying for?" But I understand it now, because that's like a living thing, and y- y'all gonna kill it. You know how much trauma is going through, that. and then when you kill it, all those organs. What happens at that point? So much toxic. Um, endorphins go to those organs, mm-hmm. and you're consuming that. And so now they cut it all up, put it in the freezer, and give it to us as humans to eat it. So how do you expect us that um, our body to react to that? Of course, we're gonna get like hyperpressure. We're gonna get some sort of cancer, all that to our body, you know, because we're putting that those toxic enzymes, that um, toxic um, endorphins that went to those organs into our body. You know, and it's gonna make us. And it's gonna make us as black people so ups like hostile all the time. Why do you think that happens? You something that has. We be like growling that. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch one of those Discovery channels? You ever seen a lion eating his his no. bird and the the face it has, the blood and all that? Like, no. damn, I want more. I want to be more like vicious. That's what does to human beings too. No, soft life. So <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm being I'm being dead serious. We eat those things. It mm-hmm. makes you angry all the time too. Because, like, your, your blood cells, your organs are not getting enough space to breathe. When you eat those things, it, it takes me, like, a week to digest in your system. A week? I oh, yeah, a week. Like... It takes a week for, like, Ooh. meat and all that to digest. Whereas you eat, like, a plant-based meal. a lot meal, of oxtail this week. Like, about one or two days. <laughs> the ass? <laughs> I fuck with oxtail. I don't care. I like oxtail, too. And as you were saying that, our relationship with food is really, it's a really important thing. It's very important. Because, you know, the way we've... At least I would assume most people look at food as, okay, I need to eat it because I'm hungry. That's it. You're not necessarily thinking about, okay, what does eating, what can eating that do for me right. in the long run? Right. Like, right. should I still keep eating all these fries? Should right. I stop the fries and just eat salad? Should right. I add maybe some carrots, some whatever into my meal to see what it could do for me? Right. <clears throat> and I'll admit it. I never thought, I didn't really think of food like that until recently. Like, just trying to do more research mm-hmm. as to what it is you're putting in your body and why why is it that I'm choosing a cheeseburger over fry? I'm not fries. A cheeseburger <laughs> over... <laughs> it's usually with fries. Choosing a cheeseburger over a salad. I'm, I be eating cheeseburgers. I'm used to eating cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers make me happy. When I finish eating, I feel good. Like, I ate, I'm, I'm happy. But a salad is like... I don't really eat... I didn't grow up eating salads. Like, that wasn't really a meal that I would be like, okay, I want a salad. No, I'd most likely go for a burger before I go for a salad. Yeah, no. So it was like just changing how you view view foods. Even now with the whole burger stuff, the burger vegan spot that we go to majority of the time, I would rather go there than actually eat a real burger. And it's crazy because it's not even a real burger. It is a real burger. No, it's not. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a real burger. You see, that's the kind of mindset that make you not go pick it. It's a real burger. You need to still look at it 
as it's real food. That's the problem. No one looks but, at a salad and be like, oh, that's real food. But the you ever con- heard that? You ever- but listen, the no, consequences no, no. of eating that vegan burger compared to the actual cheeseburger, it's not the same. It's I don't. It's not food, the same. But it's still real food. It's but it's not doing the same impact. thing. It's, exactly. It has a different impact. So I'm real not food, look- though. I didn't say it wasn't real food. Yes, I said it wasn't did. a real burger. It's not a real burger. By definition, a burger, meat, red meat, ground beef, okay. all that shit. It's called that's not a vegan burger. burger. Vegan burger. Whatever. <laughs> I stand by my point. Either, you know, um, I was thinking, because you said your food is mostly Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, my mom plate be scaring me. <laughs> when she ever makes, whenever she make her plate... Like Nigerian women, oh God, I love you guys. I love my aunties and stuff. But y'all be eating like men sometimes. <laughs> you ever see they plate? It's so much. I'm like, how can you, how can you literally consume yeah, the all that? Are very huge. Yeah. Literally very so nice. huge. I try to do this thing where it was like, um, you know how like the plates come in like two sizes. The regular one that, you know, we all eat, the dinner table one. Mm-hmm. And then you have one that's kind of a little bit smaller and it's like for side dishes. Like the one you would eat cake with or some shit. Try to put your food on that plate. And then if you want more after finishing it, then go get more. They don't think like that. They don't. They, we want they don't think like they that. They want to feast. <laughs> but I understand why they do. some of them do that because they struggled when they were younger to eat. Like get, having to eat a meal like that wasn't common if you know you were struggling when you were in nigeria if you're young, wealthy, you have a lot of food now n- but you know how people say like you can tell that someone didn't have a lot based on like how they what they will pick to buy to dress to eat mm-hmm. you can tell that they didn't have a lot so now they're just enjoying now that they can have it but because you can have it that don't mean you need it mm-hmm. i'd be like mom i want you to live a li- good life a long life can you like not eat like this but it never works in my house you know i'd be trying when i was editing the last episode um I, the part that was playing my mom she was in the living room with me the, Ooh, part she was. Was, the part that was playing was when i was telling the story about the beans when i yeah. took the plate so my mom was like oh well normally the oldest is who gets the most food you know mukri's older than it's me than inshallah so of course mukri's plate will be more and it just made me think you saying how our moms are like the um the aunties and the adults they normally have big plates of food the older you are technically the more food you get because you're older mm. so you, in my household too with the dad you wow. always give him the biggest plate with the most rice the most meat a lot of stew especially if it's a like goosey you know they want the whole pot <laughs> <laughs> they want Girl, the whole pot out the pot before they get to get out of it <laughs> and then the food for the mom and then the kids is all smaller portions and even if you want sometimes the kids be wanting more some houses they don't give seconds my house we could get seconds if we really <laughs> wanted it like it was enough but like you know some places they won't let you get seconds and stuff like that but yeah that was a thought that came up when you just said that that's a good thought that's actually a really good thought because uh, culture does influence a lot of our um, choices. Most definitely. So, and it's a culture when thing. It's the you way know, you've always been raised, respect. It's kind of hard to deviate from that because right. that's all you know. Right, especially if you're not be self-aware. Because mm-hmm. that's what it really be. They don't be self-aware. Sometimes we don't be self-aware, and we're doing things not realizing that we're get we're doing a lot more self-harm mm-hmm. than any good. Mm-hmm. And honestly. Um, I know we wanted to touch on, like, well, we touched on it, basically, how food impacts um, your mental. So we're going to change that, right? We're going to do better, right? We are. I've been I'll give you an update next week. I, I'm dead ass. Like, when we leave here, I'm going to get some oranges. 
some tangerines. Yeah. Avocados too. Avocados, avocados is avocados. Avocados. Super good. You can eat them in so many different ways. You can eat them as a face mask. Like a, I heard about people yep. putting avocado in their hair. I never heard about hair the face. Too. I tried it, but every time I do it, I can never get it all out. <laughs> <laughs> and ugh, most annoying. I had some dude in, when I was in boarding school in Nigeria. He used to use egg. You were in yeah. School? Yeah, I went to boarding school. Like college, university? No, um, I'll call it uh, junior Primary? High junior high school. Secondary? Yeah. Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, he used to put egg in his hair. So when did you come back? 2000 and, uh, 2010. I left in 2006. Went to England for a year. That didn't work out, so then I went to Nigeria for two years. I did. Why were you traveling so much? You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> they just send their kids just everywhere. Send you, right? <laughs> yes, I don't care. You're like, what, mom? We're going to London? Yeah, happy. Nigeria? Okay, happy, you know. <laughs> Next thing you know, like, you're stuck. You know, you're stuck there. The world, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That is too funny. Oh, wow. So I'm the only one who didn't go to school in Nigeria? Yeah. You went to school in Nigeria? Yeah, I did. What? It was um, primary. Primary school? Yeah. Uh, I think it was primary, too. You ain't having no fun. I didn't, but I've I've had experiences. <laughs> like I want to go back to Nigeria, but I want to go with like like someone, someone like, like you, <laughs> yeah. Because I need to know. Because you know I say my Yoruba English and oh yeah, and they be trying to take advantage, and then I have to you. be like Oti Yaweri. And they how many times are you going to Nigeria? A lot. I, I, at some point, you just got to be like, yo, you know what? Enough of this bullshit. They're trying to scam me. Can we ain't go there? And they hear your tone. As you soon know, as you in the airport. So you got to go there. Yo. Act like them. Like, when I go there, I, I dress like them. <laughs> <laughs> they see my tattoos and all that. So they're going to be like, ah, Eleo Sheomon. Ah, Malian. Ah, anything for the boy. I'll be like, oh, God, as they see me, listen, no, they charge me. I'll be like you. you be like, you know, i let them know. Like, listen, yeah, don't I play with me. Know. I'm not here. Just, I'm here to pay you. Don't try to do no extra thousand naira on top of that. Nah, I came here. Don't try to yeah. play me. <laughs> they really be trying to play me as soon as I that. come out the airport. As soon as we get off the plane and get the luggages and they see us, yeah. because you know we're dressing. They stop us. You heard that term before? Ajay Bota, Ajay Paco. No, I've heard it, but I don't know what it, I don't know what they use it so for. So like someone like us. You see how we're looking right now? We land first thing in Nigeria. Ah, I'm with Ajay Bota because we look so fresh. He look like oh, kind of so like now. we're easy, you know I mean? easy they're target. Come up to you and try to like scam you. They're like ah, Ajay Bota they lay. I'd be like, get now I know. But when you talk to them, you know you dress like you talk to them with some you know stand your ground. They're not gonna mess with you. They're like okay, okay, boss, okay. Listen. Cause they looking for the weak ones. Yeah, they gonna try and play you. Yeah, you know what's so funny? I had I had to learn that really quickly. Cause I thought he was trying to get us. Yeah, to, Andrew, he was trying to get us up, to some you know? office. Like you gotta be wise in that country like that. You can't be slow like uh, smiling in everybody's face. No, no. Do now you gotta be straight. I don't you like that I mean? though, cause I usually like smiling, and I don't want to go to Nigeria, and I'm looking like. I mean, you can still do it, but then you just know the right moments to like give it to them hot. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not gonna like <laughs> themselves. Um, since we touched on, uh, you know, a couple mental health stuff right i just wanted to share a couple um a few things so so nigeria does like have a mental health legislation it was enacted in 1916 but it really wasn't in like the stat it became status of law or statues of law in 1958 um but it was unsuccessful in 2003 when they tried to um reform it and and the thing that I was reading, like, I have it here, but it was, like, about 20 million suffer from mental health problems in their lifetime in Nigeria. And obviously, you know, resources are scarce. Even what is health insurance in Nigeria? It doesn't even what really exist. So 
is like that also adds to it. And then a lot of it also is um, influenced by drugs and alcohol abuse. Um, and it's kind of a scary thing because I feel like us, night, us, we realize, like being in America, we realize like how important it is to take care of our mental. Mm-hmm. But back home, they don't have those resources. Here, we're, I think, like, even Charlemagne is doing something for um, mental health awareness. But we don't, we don't have that back in Nigeria. And it's just as needed in every part of the country as it is here in our black neighborhoods. Because mm-hmm. we do suffer a lot. Like, we, our race has gone through so much trauma. And when you give birth to the next generation... It some things just unconsciously um, go generation to generation. Mm-hmm. So what have we done to fix that problem so we can be better people? Because I feel like a lot of us are still in that enslavement mentality when it comes to like jobs, doing things for yourself, mm-hmm. being not being yourself. Um, I kind of wish it was something we were able to really do. Like, I remember being younger, me, my cousin and stuff would be like, I want to open an orphanage when I go back to Nigeria. I, I even said, like, at one point when I'm ready to, like, live in Nigeria full t- like for my life, I would like to do something that's in regards to the art, where it's not like you have to be all science, doctor, lawyer. You can that's be right. a creative. But, you know, I feel like people are beating me to the punch because Nigeria entertainment is booming right now. Mm. It's because it's booming right now, yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> but doesn't mean it's easy access for everybody. Of course not. We just have like TikTok and stuff for entertainment. That is true. That is true. Um, I had a thought, but then I lost it. <laughs> that would happen. We do want to talk. We we do have to touch on you know food. So oh yeah, why jiang baluwa? Um, <clears throat> my eats with sauce. Come on, eat. And we're talking about suya. Suya. Huh? You know, I've suya. never had suya. What? what? I've never had it. Are you Yoruba? I know. I <laughs> Yo, real good question. Oh my God. But you know, I, okay, I like, you know, sometimes when you research, you don't know what is real, but you still got to do more research. But what I found out was um, Suya apparently was started by the Hausa. Hmm. Right? That makes sense. I didn't know that. You know, I think Yoruba start everything. <laughs> I like, Yoruba is the trend. But no, we're going to give it to Hausa. Like, they, they gave us Suya. And, oh. What is Suya made of? It's really what you like to eat that you shouldn't be eating red meat. Red meat. And um, Suya is basically like a type of seasoning. It's a type of Found seasoning. Kind of like a shish kebab. You can put like uh, mm-hmm. peppers. You got... Um, Peppers, right, onions, all that onion stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Lamb chops. Because I know I've seen it before. It's like like a brownish, reddish, mm-hmm. deep. Yeah, that's color. the seasoning giving it its color. Okay. That seasoning is pigmented. It's spicy too, right? It's spicy. Yeah, yeah, it's really spicy. And I feel like it only tastes good when you get it in Nigeria and they put it in that newspaper. Mm-hmm. That's right. the best one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that they like. I think it was. I think it's Lagos Lounge. I think it's the small rest a restaurant in um. Manhattan, mm-hmm. they make it too, but and it's really good. But I, like I said, I don't think it hits the same if it's not on that newspaper. Yeah. What about that spot, um, Brooklyn Suya? Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know if that's what it's called, oh, but I probably also haven't been there either. I gotta check that out. I could have sworn I, I thought. I Why would you check it out? I thought you didn't eat red meat. Like what they what they, what they oh. can, you know? <laughs> Brooklyn Suya. Brooklyn Suya. 
I don't know if that's a real thing or a real place. I'm about to check it up. I swear to God, I could have sworn I heard you talk about it. Me? Yeah. Oh. I saw you up at Lou Gary. Ah! <laughs> man, that shit is so good. No, Can't have that now. I'll probably have it once in a while, you know? Yeah, Just to treat place. myself. Yeah. Oh. It's a real place, Brooklyn Suya. It is? Maybe we have to try it out. I like food. I'm when you go to Nigeria, make sure you guess we go. Yes. Yeah, I'm going in December. I'm, that's like the first thing once I go to think. Can I get some sleep, please? In the newspaper. In the newspaper, please. In the newspaper. <laughs> if it's not in the newspaper, it's not going to hit the same. There's just something about street food. Okay, yes, suya is a street is a kind of street food. So it's just something about it when it's served in that way that make it taste good. Like, you know, when you get like, um, what's, what other street food do you have here that people get all the time? There's halal food. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it hit like that. Like if it's not off the truck, then it don't it's hit the, the same. same. <laughs> you know, that's what it's, it's that like. That kind of thing though, coming from the club. You know, you just get like suya and then yeah, probably like a Smirnoff, like bust it out. Every time we get we're done at Festac, Lima be like, let's go get some suya, <laughs> or there's or Festac. I think we also serving suya too. It's always the best thing at the club. It's like finger food. I need to try some suya. Yeah, so making it sound real good, but it's red meat, you know. We're trying to change things. You up can just a little eat it once here. in a while. Once in a while. Okay. Yeah, just don't make it something a daily habit. Make your good and your good food, healthy food daily, and enjoy. You know, what's the low vibrational food? <laughs> Occasionally, that, low vibrational <laughs> that shit is so stupid. Like, my f- why is the plate vibrating? I never, I don't, I don't like when it's they not, come up with these new nah, terms. Nah, that's not stupid at all. I, I know it's not, but it's just like, wait, what is a low vibration plate? Is it like unhealthy? What a lot of food, plate. unhealthy. But then, like I said, food is not just food; it's information. Okay, but why like, vibration? All right, so like, do you know the best type of fruits? To eat, that you can get proper hydration, like to feel well hydrated. Melons. Why? Th- why you think that is? They are mostly made of water. Not just that. What? Just think what? Well, what, what they vibrate too? Because um, you ever seen like a coconut tree? Or what? Yes. It's higher up into the sky, and it's facing towards the sun, so it's getting all that energy into that fruit. So mm-hmm. then we eat it too. We're getting all the energy from the sun. You gotta understand that, you know what I mean? I understand. Like, so banana vibration. also is high vibrational. Yeah. Okay. Rather than things from the ground. So apple too. But then that's why when you coconut, when you drink water from a coconut and you drink it, like damn, I feel well hydrated now. Oh, you know I what I mean? Because like you're getting all that good source of energy coming into mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? So that's why I said food is not. But watermelons don't grow on trees. They don't. So you get my get my point. I get your point. I'm like watermelon. What's that watermelons? But we aiming for the high vibrational plate. Because I thought a low vibration plate was just a plate with a whole lot of different type of foods on it. You don't even know what you eat. Low vibration. Because that's what it looked like when I saw the clip. I'm like, it's a whole. But she started putting her finger in the girl food, right? Like what? After she eating the same thing. High vibration meal. Get your your greens. You know. Proper type of rice and be like a high, a high energy. It gives yeah. you that high energy kind of feel from okay. high vibrational. I don't think L- that video, that video that was surfacing didn't um, didn't serve that definition well because she of was eating the not. exact it's same like a, thing. You no, know, it was just smaller portions. But now you're explaining it to be you know just healthier options. Okay, that make a lot more sense. Yeah. I'm like there was definitely mac and cheese on chicken on her plate too. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing Damn. you want to do like before like always you always want to have like a three hour gap before going to sleep. From the meal you had, because mm. you gotta understand, if you eat something late at night, 
you're gonna fall asleep maybe like 30 hour minutes later mm-hmm. and as you sleep and all that you know change to your body all that digestive process that's going on you ever ate something and you be like oh I can't sleep you twisting and yeah it's hour. uncomfortable you know what I mean because mm-hmm. a lot is going on in your body but if you let that three hour guy happen your body will have you that proper some nutrition, time. you know yeah mm-hmm. so so it's good to have that that's why I hate eating late because yeah. if I eat late I literally have to stay up and I will sit up the entire time yeah and there's a reason why that's happening there's a lot going on at that point. Yeah, I wouldn't go to sleep. Hell no. I've experienced it. You ever go to sleep and then wake up in the middle of the night having to use the bathroom? <laughs> yes, I That's have. the worst fucking feeling. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I, you feel like you're dying. Is it really the worst feeling, though? Because I used to think about that, too. Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Sometimes when you're taking that piss, you got things to yourself. Damn. It's a blessing to be pissing right now. There are some even, Listen, a lot bro. of people take for granted, but then when we, finally, when, we have, when we have that thing no more, be like, damn, I wish I had that thing. So when as you're peeing, some people can't take a piss the way you're peeing. They're like you really got to sit down. Some like, people hey, can't pee on God, command. They can't right pee now. when they want to pee. They can't shit when they want to shit. But mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are you guys are. This is how I be thinking. This is you guys have to apply this in all parts of your life. <laughs> I clearly need to apply it when I go to the bathroom. But I'm yeah, crying everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just be like little shit that make little you realize, stuff. damn, I'm real lucky. I'm real yeah. blessed that. Yes. I could be here and do this. I'm here enough to be in the moment, be aware of what's going on right mm-hmm. now. That's exactly how I feel, especially not having a thyroid. I'm like, yo, I'm alive. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm losing weight, even though I don't got a thyroid. Oh my god, I look so sexy. Yeah, I get you. I get y'all. This was a good episode. We didn't get to touch on a couple um, topics that we did want to touch on, but there's always gonna be another episode. Okay. So, we're going to wrap this up. I'm Akri, the one and only. Any others are counterfeit, so check your pockets, okay? And this is the Fang Podcast, and we're going to be bringing it to a close. First American Nigerian Generation. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and you can catch us wherever you get your podcast. And... My friend Justin, I appreciate you for no coming. Problem, no problem. All the Thank way you for joining us. Justin's all the way from upstate. <laughs> Yo, when I heard that you came from Albany, I was like, wait, you really came from Albany? But I, fu- I appreciate it. I fucks with it. Uh-uh. 10 years deep, many more years. Uh, we will solidify our friendship. <laughs> I'll make sure of it. And I got to see your sister too. Uh, yeah, that's my mm-hmm. friend. That's my friend, friend. Let the people know where they could follow you. Yes. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's Evelor underscore evil. E V O. L-U-E-R underscore E-V-O-L. Once again, that's Evelor underscore evil. E-V-O-L-U-E-R underscore E-V-O-L. So He's making sure like, y'all getting it. So basically, that's like uh, Evelor's name of my fashion brand I'm trying to start soon. Ooh, but well, you gotta bring us some merch. I like yeah, to, I like yeah, to model. model. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a little sign sign. Yes, that's something I'll be. Yeah. I'll be happy. I think I'm a model anyway. Definitely in that. <laughs> you gotta tell my photography Bob, my photography teacher Bob that he loved me. I'd be in front of the camera. I wore a fake mustache and everything. Um, Let's give a model though. Yes, and that queen bag. You can follow her on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, ma'am. At that queen bag, and her um, beauty portfolio is touched by bags. And you know it's it's underscore McCree at Instagram, TikTok, and by McCree. The one and only, of course. And we're going to be seeing you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in and peace out.